0: hello everyone hello good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you happen to be in the world today my name is Emily I'm one of the English tutors and streamers here at chatterbug Um, so if you haven't watched one of my uh, streams before I'm originally from Canada so you will be hearing a Canadian accent today Um, but I also lived in the UK for a while And currently, I am traveling. So right now, I am streaming to you from Colombia. I'm in a bit of an industrial place at the moment. Um, My camper van is being serviced. They're fixing a couple of things. So I'm just kind of in the waiting room here at the uh, vehicle repair shop. So that is the current background today. Um, Come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Today, we're gonna talk about kind of one of our global topics, talking about cultures around the world. And this is all gonna be about rites of passage. All right, so I think pretty much most cultures will have some way to mark this transition um, between childhood and adulthood, um, whether it's from a tribe in a remote jungle to a city where people are having big, fancy parties, um, we tend to like to mark these milestone locations um, and kind of mark these times where our status um, is changing from child to adult. Um, There's other rituals and rites of passage, though, that do exist. So there's um, things like initiations, for sports teams or sororities and fraternities at university um, or in some religions, there might be certain things that you kind of have to go through some ritual events that mark this transition. Okay. All right. So. Here's a bit of a more technical, I guess, description of how this transition is happening. So you have preliminal is before the transition, post-liminal is after. So people are in society on the right of the image. They're then taken away from society to perform this ritual. Um, and this is the liminal means um, the time of kind of being in transition. And then they're reincorporated into society. And now they've kind of gone through that Um life marking event okay cool so who do we have here we have jalal from iran mike from colombia i'm also in colombia at the moment i'm right now in medellin um Abby from mexico and seva from chile nice to have you guys here today all right okay so those are the three steps that people are going through when they're doing these sort of um, transitions Another way it's called, so rites of passage is one of the ways people might call it, but another way they might call it is a coming-of-age ceremony. So this is a way, again, for the community to kind of support, honour, and celebrate um, the children who are changing into adolescents or teenagers who are moving into adulthood. Um, And different societies will have different ages at which they think someone is no longer a child. So I'm curious to know from all of you guys, At what age do people come of age um, in your country? So when are they no longer considered to be a minor or a young person? Um, So I've put some of the most common ages from what I could tell online. Um, But yeah, if I'm missing it, if there's another special age from your country, tell me in the chat and let me know what it is. Mm. In Canada, we can start driving at 16, so that's kind of a big age. Um, And then for drinking, it depends on which province you live in. So 18 or 19 are also kind of big, um, big ages. And then 21, often people celebrate as a big birthday as well because that's when you can go to the US and go out and party. So people like to go to Vegas um, for their 21st birthday sometimes. OK, cool. So most people are saying 18 or 21. One person saying 15. Maybe that's someone who's from Mexico. <laughs> um, OK, cool. All right, so as we can see, we all have different ideas of like what that age would be. Hmm. Now, I would like to know, we have different people on the stream today from different countries. So what is an example of a rite of passage or a sort of coming of age ceremony that happens in your country? Um, I'm gonna go through 10 today from different countries, different cultures, um, but I'm sure I will miss some of the ones that you do. So I am gonna talk about one of the Mexican ceremonies, but maybe tell me from the person from Iran, if there's something you do or in Chile, in the Ukraine or Germany? What are some things people do to kind of mark when they're no longer a child? And cool. Okay, and Naveen, yeah, it can be hard to understand. Um, This is a more advanced stream. Uh, when they are live, there's no subtitles. Um, but if you watch the stream later, so you can go to my channel and find the stream, then you can watch it with subtitles, which could be much easier. So right now it is live, so no subtitles yet. All right, so no examples yet. Hmm. What about in Spain? Is there something you do in Spain, Ramon, for when someone comes of age? All right. Seb Seb Seba or Seb maybe says in Chile we have a big party. Um, so what age do you have that at? And is that for girls and boys? Um, is it something that's like with the whole family or just your friends? Um, so Mickey, for women, they have a fifth um a 15 um birthday party as a ritual of transition. Yeah, so might be from mexico or another latin american country Um, what other examples do we have let's see and i will share some interesting ones i came across with you today too okay so now someone else from mexico 15 some families will do a really big party yeah so maybe it depends on how important it is um i met a girl recently here in colombia where they also celebrate um the 15th birthday but her parents gave her a choice of whether she wanted to have a party or whether she wanted to go on a vacation. And so she chose to spend the money on traveling rather than a party. (laughs) So I'm not sure if that's common in your countries too, or in Mexico, if people decide not to have a party, maybe their parents treat them to something else if they can afford it. So in Iran, it's about 20. From age 20, you'd be considered an adult. Um, So is that maybe when you would move out? Or... I guess maybe in your country, people stay at home until they're married. So yeah, it's not necessarily about like one rite of passage or one coming of age. There might be a series of events that happen in your country. All right. Cool. Well, let's go through some of the examples I have. And if at any time through the chat, you come up with another idea or you have a question about vocabulary or you just want to share some thoughts, please feel free to use the chat. Okay, so a couple of you have already mentioned this one, the quinceanera. So this is, oops, I had when a girl reaches 156, it's meant to say 15 there. And this is both a religious and a social affair. So often, not always, um, it will start with mass, So that's um, the ceremony at the church. And then a reception is held. So reception is another name for a big party that usually follows kind of a formal event, like a wedding or a quinceanera or something else, or a funeral could be. You have a reception after. Usually there'll be food and drinks, maybe dancing, depending if it's a happy or a sad event, I guess. Um, And some of the traditions I've read about online is that the, one, the the girl who is um, the quinceanera will gift a porcelain doll to a younger sister. Um, so maybe one of her dolls. And then she'll wear flats at the beginning of the night and then transition to high heels later. Um, so high heels to kind of show that she's become a woman. Um, so I think the most famous quinceanera is probably in Mexico, um, at least that I've heard about but it is also celebrated in other Latin American countries. So in Argentina, Peru, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Bolivia, they, know, they call it Fiesta de Quince, same thing. Um, and in Brazil, which of course is not Spanish speaking, but part of Latin America, um, they call it the Festa de Butanches, I think, or Festa de Quinze Anos, anos. <laughs> trying to do the Portuguese there. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of some of the different names. Some of the other traditions I read about here is that there'll be one part of the ceremony um, called the 15 candles. And so the person who is being celebrated will um, give a candle to 15 people that are extremely important um, and influential in her life. I think also, for some people, they might get like 15 gifts towards, you know, becoming an adult. Okay, so Mike says, yeah, so also in Colombia, this is a traditional event. I did not mention Colombia, that's true. I mentioned some other countries there, but yes, I have heard that it's celebrated here. Um, Those of you from Latin American countries, tell me, is there something equivalent for men or is it um, just women who have this tradition? Uh, Would you also celebrate a sort of coming of age for men in in Mexico or Colombia? Let me know in the chat. And hello, Jessica from Barcelona. Good to have you here. Okay, here's quite an interesting one from Tanzania and Kenya. So the Maasai tribe lives over these two countries. Um, And once every five years, um, all of the men who are aged nine to 15, so there's a range, um, will be uh, painted with ochre, which is a red clay. So in the picture here, you can see the men are all painted red. Um, And then the elders of the tribe will spray them with milk and beer as a blessing. (laughs) Um, So this is considered a blessing. Um, Any of the young men who are considered to be um, those who will be the future group leaders will have some extensive white patterns um, on their face and bodies. Um, what else so part of their outfit for this ceremony would be to use a traditional blanket black sandals colorful beads and bracelets um and once they go through this ceremony they're considered to be warriors of the tribe so they are considered to be you know brave strong men who are there to defend the community okay Cool, and I have some people answering me about the previous one. So in Mexico, yeah, it's only for women, the quinceanera and the men don't get any special birthday. Hmm. Maybe maybe when they can go out and party or something when it's legal to drink, maybe the men have a fun party, but it's not like, not a big one like the, the women have. Okay, next one. So this is an island up in the very, very north of Canada where the Inuit live, uh, North Baffin Island. So at quite a young age, around 11 to 12, um, they will go through a process where they start to learn uh, hunting skills. Um, They learn about the wilderness in this harsh Arctic um, climate, and they go out with their father. Um, So... Originally, this would just be for boys as well, but more recently, girls are now participating. And so at this age, it's all about learning, practicing, preserving the cultural traditions of the tribe. And I think also it's probably quite important for survival if you're going to live somewhere with such harsh climate conditions to understand how to survive. Um, and Mike says, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, I think <laughs> could be definitely. I think um, in these communities, it's so important to, sh- to share the traditions and the knowledge that people have learned about the wild animals, about the seasons, um, nature. So I guess that is the way to survive. Okay. The next one, maybe you have heard about this one. So Jewish communities around the world will celebrate bar and bat mitzvahs. So this is at age 13. So just when they become teenagers Um, and a bar mitzvah would be for boys, a bat mitzvah for girls. And they will do weeks of preparation and practice um, because they are going to do a ceremony like you see in the picture where they need to um, say some of the commandments from the Torah, which is their um, their religious book. And so after this official ceremony and the initiation at the synagogue, which is their religious building, um, with the rabbi, who is kind of like, it's the Jewish priest, you could say. Um, they'll have a huge reception again with family and friends. So there's that word again, reception, to have a big party after a formal event Um, let's see here so that happens at age 13 and once um jewish people have their bar or bat mitzvahs they're expected to live responsibly according to jewish law Um, so at that point they should accept the law all of the obligations participate fully in services at synagogue um, and set an example for others so that would be, yeah, around the world, wherever there are Jewish communities. All right. The last one in this section, and then we'll come to a few questions for you guys. Um, the Philippines. So they have a debut also for girls in this situation, but it is at the age of 18. They will have a grand ball with family and friends. Um, they also have to choose 18 people to perform a dance with. Um, they do a program around with 18 candles and 18 roses as well. Um, so it's kind of like, I guess, the consigniera that had some of the traditions around the 15. Um, let's see here. And then maybe some gifts. Yeah, so she might be given 18 specific gifts that are meant to help her reach whatever goals she has in life so i think nowadays as many things you know like weddings and baby showers are becoming so fancy and people are spending a lot of money they're becoming um more fancy too with themes like great gatsby or bohemian candyland or whatever people come up with um so that is in the philippines okay so so which one would you like to witness? So which one would you like to um, view? Not necessarily as a participant, um, but you could just be an attendee. So at a quinceanera party, or you could see the Maasai going through their ceremony. Um, the Inuit, you might need to be a bit more prepared up in, for those winter conditions in the Arctic. Would you like to go to another party um, with the Jewish bar and bat mitzvahs? Or the Philippines debut, where they love to have themes for the uh, debut. Which one would be most interesting for you to witness? Okay. And so Jessica says we don't have big ceremony here in Catalonia um, when you become a teenager. Okay. So there's no special age. Maybe in some of the maybe some of the traditional parts like. Um, communities in Spain they do something I don't know Um, there's so many different communities in Spain do you know of any where they do something for marking kind of becoming an adult all right lots of people saying the Maasai would be very interesting yeah I mean I would love to attend all of these (laughs) I think it's uh Super interesting way to learn about the culture. Okay, lots of people agreeing with me on the Masa. Cool. Let me go to the next quiz. Um, and then Mike asking, do you have a 15-year party? No, in Canada, we don't really. Um, we sort of do something similar to the US, but I would say we kind of celebrate, yeah, when you get your driver's license and when you can legally drink, which changes according to which province you live in Canada. Okay, so do you consider yourself more traditional or modern? So a lot of the things we're talking about today are, are traditional um so it's kind of emphasizing rituals religion um might even give you like a sense of comfort you know to know that you're gonna have these um these events happening or are you more modern where like I told about my friend who is in Colombia she said actually you know I don't want the traditional party I just want to use that money to go travel so um you're more interested in yeah don't necessarily want to do the traditional way you say actually i'll go do something else what is more important to you um and maybe give me an example in the chat so if you said modern or traditional give me an example of how how you're like that maybe day to day and so yeah this so today these kind of coming of age rituals um what do they mean for us? Uh, why is it still important? You know, um, maybe some people decide, oh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm not really interested in it anymore. Um, but I think for those who decide <clears throat> to go through it, maybe it gives them sort of a blueprint or a way forward for the changes that are going to take place. So, for example, the bar bat mitzvah, they know that after they do this, this will be their role kind of in the religion. Um, they set an example. So it kind of helps someone to know what's coming next, maybe gives you a sense of like security and stability when we all live in this world that can be very turbulent or uncertain. Um, So I think, yeah, it's maybe the kind of human sense of, you know, sometimes you like to come back to things that you know, like maybe there's a song that you like to listen to every once in a while, because it reminds you um, of a certain time in your life maybe there's a movie that you really love to just watch over and over, like that could even be considered a ritual or meeting up with friends and, uh, you know, going over the old times and kind of reminiscing Um, that could be a ritual, you coming together. So it's not necessarily just the ones with big parties and lots of, um, lots of colors and outfits. It's just like those little things too. I think that, um, can be important for people, whether they're traditional or modern. Yeah, so Mike says, I like when you can share the traditions with your parents, family, and friends. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's really cool, too. I love when maybe I get to experience some traditions from another culture. So, for example, I have a couple of friends who are Indian, and Indian weddings are very lavish. They go over multiple days, and there's lots of fun traditions associated with that. So it was really fun to be kind of involved and learn about those traditions and the culture um, through a wedding, for example. Okay. Now we're going to go through five more. Um, Some of these are pretty crazy. Some of them you've probably heard about. So this one to start with is in Vanuatu, uh, the land divers. So they are a small island nation in the South Pacific. And this practice kind of inspired early bungee jumpers. Uh, So this is another one that's not at a specific age, but they will start around seven or eight. um, And they start jumping off a tower like the one in the picture. But the thing is, It's not like a bungee jump where it's stretchy. Um, They're jumping off using a vine that does not stretch. So they need to be very careful about uh, measuring how long that vine should be. Um, So they start from a shorter tower and when they do their first dive or their first jump, um, their mother throws away some sort of item from their childhood, kind of symbolizing it's the end of childhood. And then as they age, they will jump from taller and taller towers until they get to one, which is 98 feet tall. And this is sort of demonstrating manliness um, in front of the community. So That one sounds pretty crazy. Um, I have been bungee jumping, but I don't know if I'd want to jump off without kind of the stretchiness. And I also probably wouldn't want to jump Over land. Um, I've bungee jumped twice before, but it was over water both times. Okay. Cool. So the United States, maybe you've heard of this one, Sweet 16. So it's kind of like the quinceanera in the United States. Um, So this is when you're legally permitted to drive. I think this is one of the reasons it came about. It doesn't have any religious meaning. Um, It's purely kind of cultural. And there might be something like an over-the-top party. Maybe you get a car because this is when you're allowed to drive. And I don't think it's been on for a while, but there was an MTV show called My Super Sweet 16 where they would follow the preparation and parties of some really extravagant, elaborate uh, Super Sweet 16s. In Canada, some people might kind of celebrate it, but I don't think it's to the same degree as you would find in the United States. The next one, this is one which is pretty wild. I don't think I would wanna do this one at all. Um, in the Brazilian Amazon, uh, the satere Maui tribe does a bullet ant initiation at the age of 13. So what do they do? They search the jungle for these bullet ants, which cause a lot of pain um, and they sedate them in some sort of liquid, um, so it puts them to sleep. And then they put them inside of gloves. And about an hour later, um, the young boy will put the gloves on just when the ants are waking up. And so they have to keep these on for 10 minutes long and endure the pain and try not to cry, of course, because they don't want to demonstrate weakness. Um, And so it's not just one time they have to do this as well. They will do this about 20 times over a period of a few months Before the initiation is complete. So that sounds pretty brutal. I don't think I would want to do that one. (laughs) Okay, next. Um, So the Amish community, which is a um, kind of simple living, plain dress, kind of anti technology uh, Christian pacifist group. That's a lot of descriptors. but they live mostly in the United States. I think there's about 350,000 people in the Amish community and maybe about 6,000 in Canada. But what they do is they grow up to 16 living in this kind of quite uh, protected community. And then from that age on weekends, they're encouraged to go out, go to the city, go drink, wear modern clothing, whatever. And then that's their opportunity to see and experience the world Beyond their culture. And then, so if they decide that, you know, they are happy about the way of life and the way that they grew up, they return to the Amish community and they have to be baptized by the time they are 26. And then they would carry on with that way of life, um, which is kind of, yeah, very simple living, self sufficiency. You know, there'd be like farming or making your own clothes, things like that. Yeah, if you haven't heard about them before, go. I'm sure there's lots of stuff on YouTube or whatnot. Um, you could go watch a quick one. And it would be a good way to practice your English, too. OK, let's keep going. The next one also may be kind of dangerous and wild is in Ethiopia. They do cattle jumping. So the Hamar tribe in the Omo Valley um, From between ages 12 to 16, they'll take part in a three-day ceremony. So the ceremony has plenty of like dancing and um, music, food, all these things. But one of the key parts is this cattle jumping. Um, I haven't shown an exact photo of it happening because all of it actually has to be performed naked (laughs) Um, four times in a row to prove that they are grown up enough to have a family. And so, yeah, so these young boys, age 12 to 16, take part in this three-day ceremony, and then they are allowed to get married, um, and they join, join the ranks of the Maza part of their tribe. So few interesting ones there which one sounds the most interesting to you so not necessarily fun or scary or anything just interesting that you're like hmm i'm gonna go look up more about that maybe um is it the land diving that they do in vanuatu the sweet 16 in the u.s bullet ants in the brazilian amazon um the amish going on their us? so seeing what life is like outside of their closed community or ethiopia cattle jumping which one do you find the most interesting? A mm-hmm. couple of people saying land diving, yeah. So maybe you've been bungee jumping before, or you want to try. So that sounds kind of interesting. That that's the one of the origins. Cool. All right, well, that's it for today. So we just talked a little bit about um, rites of passage or coming of age ceremonies around the world. Um, There's all sorts of interesting things, whether it's, you know, painful or it's fun. There's different ways that people kind of mark that transition. Um, And I think every culture in the world probably has some way to mark these big life changes, whether it's, you know, this aging or maybe it's marriage, um, something to do with when you have babies So there's these different stages where we have some traditions that we would do. Um, And it was good to share with you today. So that's it for now. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, wherever you are, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.